0: The Get It Up podcast is brought to you by Vault Health. Guys, you may not see a doctor very often for all the reasons we know. Time off work, the endless waiting room, the unfulfilling answer from the doctor when you tell him about your one problem. There's another way. Vault Health. Go to
1: vaulthealth.com and find a men's health expert to help you address the things you care about most. Feeling like you're failing in the bedroom, boardroom, and the gym? Are you tired? Is your sex drive gone? Are your muscles hidden by fat you just can't lose? Vault Health is the answer.
2: Visit vaulthealth.com, that's V-A-U-L-T health.com,
0: where you can talk to the doctors who are the experts that know how guys work. Vault Health is specialized healthcare for men and their manhood. Visit VaultHealth.com. That's VaultHealth.com.
1: Please leave your message.
2: Hi, guys. Big fan of the show. wanted to call in because my wife and I are stuck inside. It got me thinking. If this was like our college years, we'd be making the most of having the door locked and being together 24-7.
0: But the truth is, we've
2: been married 15 years at this point, and honestly, it's kind of hard to get the mojo up and running. So what are your thoughts on making the most of the situation? Try and rekindle things. Thanks. This is Get It Up with your hosts. I'm Dr. Miles Spar, men's health
0: expert. I'm Dr. Alex Pastishak, and I'm a dick doc. I'm Jason. I know what you know, nothing about men's health. I'm going to get the answers. Hi, Dr. P. Hi, Dr. Spar. Hey. Hey, Jason.
2: So, apologies to our listeners, by the way. If, if the sound quality is not what you normally expect of the Get It Up podcast, but we are all sheltering in place in our homes. And I think maybe, you know, subconsciously being in home with teenagers on the other side of the door makes me a little more prudish,
0: apparently. Apparently, you don't want to talk about rimming and, and, and anal sex. I don't understand this. Okay. Yeah. Avoid you can blame fecal it on teenagers. Transmission. There you go. But hey,
2: no, but really, people really want to know. People really want to know. So obviously, kissing is going to be the most risky. So you know, if if it's somebody that you are dating for the first time and you're concerned about transmission, um, I'm not saying just jump to you know intercourse and avoid kissing, but obviously, but, but it would be safer. I way. mean,
0: in fairness, though, Doctor Spar, it would be safer just to go it straight to sex. Be, yes, yes. I, I mean, if you really, if you be. if you didn't have to kiss and you just kept your faces away, but you could go straight into sex, that would be a yes, better safe. That would be bed.
2: safer, and then scrub down afterwards with all sorts of alcohol based sanitizer, and you're probably fine.
1: So, so, as as the, as the urologist who talks about cocks and balls all day long, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the most prudish here in the sense that you know that this thing, by all reports, is way more infectious than say like the flu or I don't know how it compares to the cold. So. You know so I I think that you just need to stay away from people cuz I mean you are walking by people who are breathing on you so like you know fine you can have your you know boyfriend girlfriend going down on you whatever um I just think that you're still at significantly increased risk for 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 something with that so right, so, I, so, so take your so, chances rah, rah,
0: so okay. so but okay oh, no, we've got two different <laughs> paths we can go here right so there's the Tinder grinder whatever app path I mean I think those those apps I think are even putting out I uh, in in doing some research for this episode, I I did have to check, <laughs> but they're putting notices out that are saying that are saying you know you're you're better off to stay at home and and basically masturbate. That's what they're effectively saying. You know you're better off to chat and have sexy conversations and do stuff that's kind of you know whatever, but do it virtually. 16. So we'll talk about that and then but then but if it's your loved one, you're at home, you're quarantined, so you you know you're now with your partner at home. Like what's wrong with that? Now now. If you both know that you're not, you know, infected or you're in the same situation after certainly being stuck for a week or two weeks, like, you know, how do you how do you make it sexy? How do you have how do you have some fun? What's what's risky, what's not? Feels like you could do kind of whatever. If I think you really you can. want to still. I mean, I guess if you want right.
2: to. Right. see, there you go. I think that's the trick. I think you you're you can if you've been living together anyway and you're sharing everything anyway. That it's not about risk of COVID. It's about how do you keep the the flame alive. And I think there there are some actual helpers you could yeah. invest in that could help you. You know, peak not Ooh, only. You know, a lot of guys talk know about, about, the about yeah. What talk kind about of helpers? Because you know, a lot of guys know about the <laughs> erection helpers, but there are actually some libido
0: helpers as well. So for your sex drive, what would that be?
1: Is so is like are we talking about Viagra is, or
0: are we talking about what no, are we talking about?
1: No. So that that's the that's the that's the you know little D helper there. No, there there are actually ways there are drugs now that you can use to help stimulate your sex drive, your libido, right? So a good example of that is a drug called bremelanotide, which works in your brain to actually stimulate your sex drive. Bremelanotide. You know? So what do yeah. you do? You take a pill called Bremelanotide. What is this? There, are t- no, no. There are two ways to take it. One is a nasal spray. So you squirt it into your nose, like and like like
0: the uh, like the, the like cold Afrin. Bl- Afrin, yeah, yeah, so like that. Or or you could give yourself an injection sub Q. A subcutaneous and injection of Bremelanotide. And what is this doing? Where is this going? What is it doing? What.
1: It, it goes to your brain and it helps raise your sort of happy, happy hormones and stimulates your libido. So it's a so it's it turns a sex you on. Drive oh, it's yeah. a very powerful. It's a turn on. Yeah, it's
2: really powerful. You can find it if, if guys wanna look it up under PT 141 is the other way it's known online. PT141, um, PT
0: 141, It's actually
2: FDA approved for women for hypoarousal disorder in women who undergo menopause and their libido just plummets, but it's very safe to use in men as well. Um,
0: and it's very effective. So what, what, what? So, all right, so you're telling your brain get horny with an injection or a nasal spray. Oh this is good. So you, this is this is if you can't stand looking at the person who you you feel like you need to have sex and you're looking at your partner and you're like, you know, we've been stuck together now for 2 weeks. It and I, you're putting uh, on the COVID-19 pound thing. And you yeah, and then now you weigh more because you've been eating nonstop and watching Netflix and then you're you're ready to you're kind of going like, all right, I got two choices. I could either go jack off or have sex. I guess I'll take my bremelanotide and I'll get really hot and then I'll want you. Is that kind of, (laughs) is that what's happening Well, there's one other
2: thing. There's another, I would also add to Dr. P's suggestion of bremelanotide, something that helps you want that single person that you have an attachment to, as well as something called oxytocin, which is also- Oxytocin. Oxytocin. It's a natural hormone that's made in the brain and it's the bonding hormone. It's the love hormone or the connection hormone. It's released when you- Cuddle drug. The cuddle drug, right? It's released when you give birth to help you bond with your baby if you're a woman. And it's released, if you actually proven to release, if you hug someone for an awkwardly long period of time, like 30 seconds, you can get a <laughs> – You can make your own – Try that.
0: Wait a minute. Yeah. I, the only thing I hug that long, definitely not my kids, is my dog. My dog. My, I love and, my dog. I'll hug my dog for endless amounts of time. Yeah. Is that I what I, I mean? I think you're going it.
1: the wrong direction here, Jason. <laughs> 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 the dog is
0: running away from you. I wonder why. Now I know why. Because the dog's making oxytocin for oh, me. I'm like <laughs> doing <the>
2: oxytocin. <laughs> I <get> Dog.
0: <laughs> Dogs like get back to work. I hate you. <laughs> I won't anyway, let you go.
2: <laughs> but you can right. use oxytocin either as a sublingual dropper or as a nasal spray to also increase those levels in your brain, and they make you feel more connected to your partner. And this is studied and shown that you feel more strongly attached to your partner. It also has this awesome side effect of making your orgasms
0: more intense. Oh yeah. wait a minute! So you can take a dropper under your tongue, you can take a, a nasal injection, a nasal spray of, of of you could do the dropper is the oxytocin, a nasal spray of I will be so hot, so horny, so orgasmic that I might actually blow the roof off of my house based on what you're telling <laughs> me.
1: So. so wait, wait, wait. So let, let's also kind of let's let's speak to guys since we're talking about guys. And yeah. there there are a couple of there's one more drug I want to mention, and there's the uh, there's another added benefit to both bremelanotide and oxytocin. So what? So bremelanotide cuz in part because it makes you hornier can actually make you have better erections. A lot of guys will say that they have harder erections when they take melanotide And then with oxytocin, for guys who feel that they last too long, which is not a big swath of guys, but it's still significant, you know, it can, it can help them not only have more intense orgasms, but have orgasms a little bit more quickly. Um, and then the one drug that we haven't talked about yet is called apomorphine. And what that morphine, drug does? Wait a minute, morphine, a, apo, Apomorphine. No, apo, no, 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 different no, no, kind different. of morphine. Yeah, no, no, no. Not, Nothing to not, do with
0: it. Same name, different thing.
1: Not controlled substance, morphine.
0: Apomorphine. Um, apomorphine.
1: Okay. Apomorphine. Yeah. So add apo, A P O, in front of morphine. Um, and so what that what that does is that actually increases levels of happy hormones in your
0: brain and can also stimulate your libido and make your erections harder. This is like mind blowing freaking sex. So now I've got remelanatide, oxytocin, apomorphine. I am going to be so cued up. I mean, I'm afraid that the dog is going to actually, <laughs> the dog's going to run now. <laughs> you're going to be chasing the dog. You're <laughs> be chasing the dog. Exactly. This is really no, but, no this is- but it's
2: great because it is hard to keep the flame alive when you're stuck in with somebody for a long period of time when you've been in a relationship for a long period of time. So there's no shame in getting a little help with some of these boosters.
0: This is this is uh, incredible. You have like synthetic sex. This is like no, syn- no. It's actually real sex. Well, yeah, that it is, is real sex. Accentuated it's both. In, yes, it's augmented, yeah, augmented. 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 Exactly. Augmented, augmented sex. All right. And so, yeah. where do I where where do I get? Can I get this stuff? Um, you know, where do I get this stuff? How do I get this stuff? Does a doctor have to get this stuff for me? Yes. This yes. Is these all are stuff all, that these are all has.
1: prescription medications. Okay you know, and nothing over the counter right now. But, you know, if if you have a doctor who knows what they're talking about, men's health expert who deals with this, and then, you know, they can help get that for you.
0: All right, because I'm, I'm imagining that there are a lot of doctors out there that are tied up right now with coronavirus. And so if I'm calling them and saying- Hey, uh, can I? I want to have great sex while I'm stuck at home. Can you prescribe me some oxytocin, some bremelanotide, and some apomorphine? Uh, they're gonna be like, uh, what? I mean, yeah. But-
1: mo- most doctors would probably look at you quizzically and cross their eyes and be like,
0: "What are you talking about?" So, <laughs> right. <laughs> so I have right. to find a men's health expert, somebody that knows men's sexual health.
2: Yeah, and they know when you know. There are some populations that these aren't good for, that maybe one of these drugs wouldn't be good for if you have certain chronic conditions or take certain medications. So you wanna know somebody that knows these medications, knows what they could do, but also knows who shouldn't take them and can help you know exactly how to take
0: them. Got it, all right. Let's let's switch gears though on this. So you can take your, you can have your augmented, I'll call it that now, augmentation for sex. I love it, yes. Yeah. Uh, sexmentation, augmentation. Uh, so, but about stress, this is a very, very, very stressful time. You know, do I have a job? Don't I have a job? Will I have money to pay my bills? Can I afford my mortgage? It's okay if it's for two more weeks. It's not okay if it's two more months. Freaking out, family stress, kids stress, kids not in school. Like, every possible thing at once is happening. How does that affect all of this? How does it affect my libido? How does it affect my sexual function all that stuff what's going on i have to imagine guys are freaking in lots of ways right now Uh, women too everybody's freaking but like what what happens to men
2: yeah i mean i think there's so many different levels of that i think everything from many men still have that sense of i need to be responsible for everybody around me and i can't show my vulnerability so i think it's realizing that that's only going to hurt you if you don't find some way to share your own fears and your own feelings about it. Hopefully you have a friend or someone you can reach out to or a men's group or something to, to, or even journaling just to get honest with yourself that this is a scary time. Um, I think physiologically, you know, we know that stress affects hormones. And so that's one of the things to um, look at is How are your hormones doing? Do you need to optimize any of them in order to be more resilient in this face of stress and be able to deal with it better
1: and not let it hurt you physically? Dr. Alex, do you wanna take the baton on that? I, I was thinking the exact same thing. So, you know, when you get stressed out, and just like Jason said, this is a period of acute and chronic stress, your cortisol levels are elevated. Cortisol is, you know, d- doesn't just rip apart your body. And I mean that I mean that semi-literally in the sense that elevated cortisol levels can reduce your muscle mass, they can increase your fat mass and they lower your hormone levels, right? So they can acutely lower your testosterone levels. Um, those sorts of things are definitely things that guys need to keep in mind during periods like this. Um, work on lowering cortisol levels, work on potentially optimizing hormone levels. Um, you know, it's not something that a guy would typically think about. Um, and how do you do that? I mean, you can do that with, uh, you can do that with exercise. You can do that with stress reducing techniques. You can do it with medications. Um, you know, and there's nothing wrong with any of the above. Uh, it is really hard to take care of yourself during a period like this.
0: Does the amount of stress that you have go directly to your, I mean, I guess it does. I sort of know the answer to that, I suppose. My sexual function, if I – I'm not going to – I'm, I'm going to be completely distracted with something else. I'm going to have a hard time performing. So, you know, outside of these drugs that you just talked about, what, what else can I do? What else – how do I change the – at least to the extent I can, the dynamic so that I can function, so that I can keep some peace, so that I can feel good. So, I mean, what, what can I do? So I think, yeah, there's a lot you could do to help
2: manage stress. It's absolutely proven. One of the things is having some kind of daily practice to help tell your brain everything's under control. Mindfulness is a really easy way to do that. There are tons of apps that help you do that to just kind of do some deep breathing and watch your thoughts and learn how your thoughts are trying to take you places you don't need to go. 10% Ten percent happier is a great app, or something called Insight Timer. There's also just journaling.
0: There's and also these are those things that these are the things that literally let you, I don't know, meditate or at least yeah, get it's in, like you meditation, know, but it's calm not. Down.
2: Yeah, but guys get worried meditation's religious or you're trying to stop your thoughts and that just is crazy making because you're trying to stop your thoughts and you're thinking that you're trying to stop your thoughts and it makes you insane. This is actually something called mindfulness. When you look at Steve Jobs or look at Tim Cook or look at Jeff Bezos or any big leaders, they all talk about they incorporate something like this into their lives on a daily basis because it teaches you, you control your thoughts, your thoughts don't control you. And that's the most important message to get, and that's very powerful to realize, especially in a time like this, when you want to be able to think creatively. You can't think creatively if you're in reactive, stressed out mode. You know how when you get all stressed out, you kind of feel like your your thoughts are cloudy. You can't really think straight. You literally are just, your brain is wired for survival. It's not wired for creative thinking. The only way you can think creatively about how do we win in this kind of situation? How do you survive in this kind of situation? How can you help with something in your business or in your family in a way that will help you be responsive and not reactive? That all requires you to not be in a state of life and death survival thinking. And the only way to do that is by practicing something that helps you chill out every day. Taking some time
0: for yourself. Like literally, even if if you don't know if you're going to have a job or be able to pay your bills, being able to just go sit in the dark, listen to something, take some time and try to... Right. Breathe deep to t- take it in. Just do something. Right. And exactly. that, that's got to be a way I, I have to believe that's a way I, I've done it for myself. I don't know that I do it, you know, ultra consistently, but I definitely do it in these moments where I just need to push everybody and everything out so that I can actually process for a minute.
2: Yeah. And I would say doing it morning and night are the most important because you want to get up in the morning and set the tone of being proactive and not reactive. So first thing in the morning, don't grab your phone and look at your emails and look at the news and how many new infections there are in in this state when we're taping this right now, but look at what do I want to get done today that's in service of what I want to achieve and how am I going to make that happen and spend a few minutes just breathing. And then before you go to bed, shutting out all of the alerts and the news. And again, just doing some deep breathing and getting yourself out of that reactive state. Yeah, I'd love to hear Dr. Alex talk about physiologically though, if things aren't, you know, kind of dialed in, like we talked about, that's going to make it hard for even doing stress management to have much of an impact.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm going to talk about the physiologic and pharmacologic side of things, but I think miles, what you're saying is incredibly important. And, you know, and I will tell you personally, I wake up at five o'clock in the morning. The first thing I do is I jump on the exercise bike or go running, you know, or do some form of activity where I can, that actually lets me get away and think creatively, you know, and I'll, I'll do it again in the evening. And, you know, and that's sort of my, my self-care regimen right now. Could I do better? Absolutely. Um, You know, do I hope to do better in the next, in the next few weeks? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we're just adjusting to all this, you know, but to speak to the other side of things, you know, just like we talked about acute stress and chronic stress will raise cortisol levels, cortisol levels being a steroid hormone and impacting the other steroid pathways will actually lower hormone levels like testosterone, right? Cortisol and, is stress, cortisol flat out, cortisol is bad, right? Cortisol yeah, is stress. Yeah, cortisol it's- bad. Cortisol tears <laughs> your body apart. I mean, no, seriously, like there's there's a condition called Cushing's syndrome where cortisol levels remain elevated chronically. So months to years. And it's typically because of a tumor, um, You know, but those people suffer very su- significantly. They get fat, they can't gain muscle. They, the, the integrity of their skin and tissues is not that of normal humans. Um, their hormone levels are low. And they have low immunity
0: as a result. What does cortisol um, exist for in your body? It does something for you. What What, yeah, what, what is it doing?
1: It's a stress hormone. It helps you respond to stress. But it's not, it's not supposed to be there for weeks and months. It's supposed it. to be there for minutes.
0: So I imagine that society, especially in a time right now with this COVID thing, is just like feeling cortisol every day. It's coursing through our blood because we don't know what to do, what to see uh what we're gonna see next in terms of the progression of this disease and what happens in our family in our neighborhood with our friends, et cetera. So so people are experiencing tons of this. So so again, what's happening to their body when when cortisol is going nuts and they aren't getting control, I guess I wanna go talk about two things. One, what happens and two, how do I get it under control?
1: Yeah. Well, so, so what happens is, is you know, everything that we already started talking about. So your immune system is not as robust as it was before. You know, you, um, are, you start to gain weight more easily, and the reason for that is because cortisol being an acute response hormone, it raises levels of sugar in your blood, and that sugar is supposed to go into powering your muscles to run away from the dinosaur, right, that's chasing you or the saber-toothed tiger or what have you, except in this case, you're sitting on your butt stressing, and that's just making you fat so you're not responding your immune system's down you're getting fat your hormone levels are down meaning like to meaning hormones like testosterone which are really important for normal male function you know and you can continue to add things um you know to that list so it's not it's not super healthy chronically right and you're setting so, yourself
0: up to be even more at risk for 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 getting sick yes, coronavirus exactly. or otherwise right you're getting exactly. you're just yes. setting yourself up to be very vulnerable to being sick
1: right so you know, so is the answer right now to go out and get your hormone levels tested and to, you know, get on hormone therapy if they're low? Maybe. I mean, you know, is it something that can help you in the short term? Maybe to some extent. Um, you know, I think I think the deeper answer is what, what Dr. Spar was saying, you know, which is make sure you can cope. But, you know, get pharmacological help if you need it. And we're talking about that. All right. Uh- so –
0: Go ahead, go ahead. I can also
1: add, add sleep. I think we'd be remiss if we don't talk
2: about sleep a little bit. Yes. Because that's a big thing right now, especially if people are working from home. And if this comes up again in the fall with this virus where people are back to having to work from home, it's really easy to just stay up late and then sleep in late. And, you know, studies show a couple of interesting things. Number one, people who have an inconsistent sleep schedule actually live shorter. It's kind of crazy, but people who go to bed around the same time every day and get up around the same time every day actually have greater longevity. So there are some impacts. We don't even understand how it works, probably through melatonin and other hormones, but keeping a consistent sleep schedule and making sure you're getting enough sleep. If you can get a wearable to measure that even better, like an Aura Ring or Whoop device or your Apple Watch or Garmin, something that helps you track how much sleep so you kind of can check yourself and make sure you're getting at least seven hours of sleep and you're getting a decent amount of quality sleep,
0: that I realize I'm doing this. I realize yeah. I'm doing this because, because you're you know, the days are running into nights or running into days again. And right. so, you know, I right. find myself working endless hours because it keeps me distracted. And then yeah. I've got stuff with the kids, and then I find myself eating later, and then I find myself watching movies and then, you know, at all hours. And so, you know, it's 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 really a bad behavior. I'm realizing that now and and, and so you're saying I need to get seven hours, I need to get some consistency, I need to be able to take control, or I or I or I'm gonna end up with my cortisol and, and other bad things happening exactly really important
1: you know and and i think let's take let's take a step back and kind of come back to the to the love in the time of covid Part, um, you know. Uh, let's talk about partner relationships, right? So, you know, you, Jason, you said you have kids. I have kids. Miles has kids. You know, we all we're all sort of on top of each other in our homes right now. You know, how do you reconnect with your partner besides taking bremelanotide and apomorphine and oxytocin? You know, in a way that's meaningful, right? And and, and I think you know the kids are, are an integral part of that equation. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that they get in the way
0: they are my cortisol like, they,
1: exactly and they're also the biggest cock blockers in the house I mean you know yeah, let's it's just really put hard it yeah out there. so let's talk a little bit about how we can um how we can mitigate the stress associated with children and families all on top of each other
0: yeah, do you know the answer to that because I don't I don't, I don't know. either. Locks, I, I think well,
1: locks, yes,
0: locks, um, boundaries, uh, YouTube, uh, Netflix. Oh, look, kids, uh, all, <laughs> dogs, all, all of the <laughs> above.
1: No, but yeah. but I think the important the important thing there, and the thing that ha- that we that my wife and I have found has helped us over the couple of weeks is is. Making sure we carve out dedicated time for each other to reconnect, even if it's fifteen or twenty minutes. And and Miles, we do it exactly the way you said. We give the kids their iPads. We put them into their wing of the house, which we're thinking about locking down as well. And we lock our door. No, I mean, I mean I'm not kidding. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it very bluntly, especially during this time. You know, and 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 it lets us. You know, it lets it gives us those few minutes to talk and reconnect and be like, oh, you know what? You're not just the person I see sitting in the kitchen for 12 hours a day in front of your computer, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, think know, I think the th-
2: other thing is, is quickly resolving, you know, um, issues. So it, you're going to start screaming at each other, but because you're stuck together for the next, however many hours, I think <laughs> giving a weeks, few minutes months, to each other. And then, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, after whatever period of time, a half hour, 45 minutes, you had making a point of going back to the person, looking them in the eyes and saying, You're sorry, or I understand how you feel, or just kind of letting that stuff dissipate. Because if it festers in this environment, it'll just be explosive.
0: And 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 probably oxytocin helps with foreplay. So this is this is this is good, right? This is, right. This is a little bit of a combination of drugs, good family time, open and honest communication locking kids somewhere um, in a cage or their rooms whatever you have to do Um, I can't say that yes I can because I will (laughs) Uh, no, but look, I, I I do think this is this is this is unprecedented for everybody. We none of us know, and I I, I think as we listen to the people that are calling us, that are asking us for help, that are talking about what they're doing, it's helpful. We'll share this information, and you know if you can get those those augmentation drugs, that's great. That can only make the experience more fun. I imagine that you know having some great sex during this time is going to produce the COVID boom. There will be a whole generation of babies <laughs> born in the next few months. I'm sure um, it'll it'll oh, rival it the nine. baby boom. Just so you know, Jason. <laughs> I know it does. It does. But it'll be like the rival baby boom. There'll be hundreds of millions of people around the world making babies. It'll be incredible. But it could uh, be. Oh
2: my yeah, God. as Mother
0: Nature kicks the rest of us off of her earth. But there is a there is a there is a plan, I guess, you know, in, in what you've said is that if you can if you can think through your days and try to make time for yourself and make time with somebody that you love or your family that you love that taking controls about all you can do of your own life because everything else around you is out of control and i think that's the only thing we can probably agree on right yeah well said guys you can call
1: miles or myself for any of those drugs
0: you know? yeah I, at least i have a path to prescriptions. so thank you guys i, I appreciate it in advance <laughs> Anytime. i'd like to i'd like to sign up now thank you
1: thanks for listening to another episode of get it up We love to hear from you, our listeners. The best questions are the ones you've been thinking about but haven't asked. So call us. Leave us a message. Maybe your question becomes the next episode. 917-267-7631. That's 917-267-7631.
2: This podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services. No doctor patient relationship is formed from listening to this podcast. The use of this information and the materials linked to in this podcast are at the user's own risk and are not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.